0: it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Welcome.
1: Oh my word. So people, I get so many messages every single day and uh, most of them are amazing, right? Because we're helping so many people. And some people just like to grumble and get mad and say, when are you going to stop talking about the banks and them failing? It's like, (laughs) Well, I (laughs) because they don't stop. Right. Exactly. Happening. And so we want to keep bringing solutions though. And, and, you know, there, you have so many new viewers all the time. It's like, okay, sometimes we just, there there's, it's never an old story. It's like newness to these old stories because things are eroding Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. underneath our nose, like by the second, it's like, we, we've talked about this before, but this is like, it, this is like evolving and, and going at a supernatural pace right now. And this didn't just happen two weeks ago, right? This has been going on for right. a long time. We're just seeing it now, and it feels like it's happening at a supernatural pace. And it is going fast, there's no doubt. But you have to realize this all started back in the 1940s, right? Wow. When- <laughs> or actually before that, the, the Federal Reserve Act. And then you had Bretton Woods that made us the world's reserve currency and then the petrodollar and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. And then ever since, uh, boy, 9 mm-hmm. you start to get cheap money, right? And, and policymakers realized, oh, we can actually flood the markets with cheap money, low interest rates, try to stimulate things. And then that was intensified again in 2009 on that crisis so, so the things that we're seeing today is basically pay the piper time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't play with other people's money for that long and expect the rest of the world to have you amount 30 something trillion dollars worth of debt and still have your currency worth anything, right? But yep. everything that we're seeing is actually because markets were collapsing and policymakers thought, mm-hmm. well, we can fix it rather than just let the markets correct by themselves we don't want the markets to correct on our watch so mm-hmm. let's spend money like there's no tomorrow and spend it like we're drunken sailors and maybe nobody'll see what's going on and we'll we'll have the appearance of of things actually working so one of those appearances of things working is is what's been happening since oh you, you go back to to president george w and then add obama to that add clinton <laughs> to that next mm. right uh, just then spend What are they doing? They were exporting jobs overseas, right? To get cheap stuff from China, Mm -hmm. right? So so we didn't actually really realize how bad our currency was eroding because we kept buying cheap stuff from China, right? So it's like they're masking the fact that they're printing so many dollars, creating this inflation because we're getting cheap stuff. Well, now it's actually hit this point of no return. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So it is actually now manifesting itself, but this goes back presidencies, mm-hmm. right? Where they're exporting jobs to get cheap stuff, and there that truly masked the inflationary pressures that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Until now, we've, we've printed so many dollars, we've exported so many jobs. This is where Trump wanted to make America great again and bring these jobs back to America. That got squashed when Biden occupied the White House, right? And Pelosi said, "Now we're going to keep doing what we've been doing. We'll, we'll kind of reverse what Trump was working on." because they found it easier to, to keep getting cheap stuff, yeah. to keep supporting mm-hmm. our power overseas because our power is our workers, right? It's our manufacturing base because they don't want what we want. You know, the globalists don't want a strong America. They want a weak America so they can have a strong global empire, right? And this and, is- and
2: Americans go right along with it because everybody, it's like, I realize a lot of people out of work and we have more – more paper hat jobs than we do like mm-hmm. head of household income jobs, manufacturing, doing things like that. But, you know, you can buy a string of Christmas lights for three bucks. Right. That's kind of a cool deal. You know, um, you can get a flat screen for like $200, mm-hmm. you know? So it, like we, we kind of have traded, you know, actual financial security mm-hmm. with, with being able to have cheap trinkets.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's, that was the goal, right? And, and that masks itself for a little while because the unemployment that comes from that is we're exporting jobs is hidden until it hits a critical mass, which is what we have now. Wages are declining. Unemployment is sky high. Um, It's like, well, we can't really get those back because the infrastructure has been moved to overseas. they built up their manufacturing base. and It's really difficult to get that back, which is why what we have the rust belt right in the Mm -hmm. central part of America. It's called the rust belt for a reason. Those factories were shut down. They got Bad. rusty, so mm-hmm. so now we it's it's a process to get all of that stuff back. But in the meantime, as wages have been coming down, as exports have been going overseas, they're printing money to try to mask everything. You've got banks failing all over the place, like mm-hmm. and, and it's now starting to see this. So look at this article that um, that we were talking about earlier, but it it talks about the number of banks where. That have uninsured deposits, Mm -hmm. right? So FDIC um, actually is is supposedly supposed to be there to cover the first two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Anything over two fifty is is uninsured, right? So look at this list um, of, of banks where the uninsured number is is a portion of their total deposits, right? Okay, it's massive, right? So. When you look at like Silicon Valley Bank, for example, why did why did they go under? Well, because they had ninety three percent of all of their deposits were un, uninsured. Wow. Mellon Bank ninety two percent. I mean, you go down this this list. Everybody should um, be
0: looking. Where's your money yeah,
1: right now? Yeah, where's my money? <laughs> yeah, where's your money? Try to try to figure that out because. <laughs> But you look at okay. The scary thing is, you're, you're if you've got a big bank, you're going to be on this list somewhere, right? But but you go all the way down to the bottom. Even Huntington Bank on the on the bottom of this list, it's still forty five percent of all wow. deposits are uninsured. Right, and they're at the bottom of the list, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to understand because a lot of
2: people are like, well, this doesn't affect me. I don't have two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank. You know, this right. isn't going to apply to me. It's well, affecting it, it, someone. It does if your bank's gone and your ten thousand dollars is no longer right. accessible.
0: Or you work for somebody that has that.
2: Yeah, I guarantee your boss has. Your boss should probably have two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars to meet payroll. So if you work for a large company.
1: We've only seen two of these go under, and they're the red lines at the top. Silicon Valley Bank at number one, mm-hmm. number four on that list was Signature Bank. Well, we heard all about them, but what about the ones in the middle? What about being why Mellon what about State Street Bank what about Citibank that's up there mm-hmm. would you one of these big monsters that fail and it's lights out banking as we know it changes forever man right so wow. so we've seen two of those and we still have some that are higher than Signature Bank and you have some of these big monsters that are getting really really close Northern Trust okay that's right underneath Signature Bank on that list mm-hmm. what is Northern Trust Nobody knows who Northern Trust really is, but they handle all the custodial accounts for J.P. Morgan Chase. So these are big institutions mm. that have, we're pushing more than three quarters of all of their deposits are uninsured. Wow. So it, that, that wreaks havoc on the markets because what happens to your money if they're uninsured? Well, technically they don't have to be bailed out. That's the scary thing, which is why what we talk about is, getting your assets into something that's safe, get them Mm -hmm. started, be in the right place at the right time, because you never know when your bank is going to be next. When, when Silicon Valley bank Mm -hmm. collapsed on a Friday on Thursday, people didn't realize, Oh, tomorrow my bank is going under. Right. It just happened. Right. At some point it just does happen. So, so you're looking at this stuff and why do I think these things are going to accelerate? Well, let's look, and we've talked about all this, so I'm not going to address them in detail, but I want to just bullet point them. Over the last couple of weeks, we've seen Mexico apply for BRICS nation nation status, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine the ramifications of China being on the southern border. If it weren't bad enough with them being overseas, imagine them being on the Mm -hmm. southern border. That's getting close. We've had India cut a bilateral trade agreement with Russia to get rid of the U.S. dollar and, and trade in rupees. We've had Brazil cut a bilateral trade agreement with China to trade in the yuan. We've had Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Russia wanting to trade in rubles, mm-hmm. right? You see country after country after country that's dumping the U.S. dollar and mm-hmm. the petrodollar, dollar. And we've seen OPEC now basically cut supply. And what's that going to do? That's going to cause prices of of oil and gas to go through the roof. So they just did this over the weekend. Like I think on last Thursday, they did it. What happened over the weekend? Pretty much across the board, all over the country, gas prices over the weekend went up like 40 cents a gallon. Right. It's like and Mm -hmm. I was talking to to, uh, somebody in Ohio on Saturday when I got to Arizona for, for Easter last weekend. It's like, hey, Kirk, do you realize that the prices went up like 40 cents? It's like, no, it didn't. So then I was driving through Scottsdale. It's like, oh my word, unleaded gas is like $5.18 wow. a gallon. Wow. It's like, what? It really did, right? And this is because they're cutting production. If they cut production, it doesn't hurt them. Right. right? Because mm-hmm. they're still selling oil to everybody in the BRICS nations, right? Yep. Not at, not at these things, but when you cut production... And America is dependent on foreign oil still. And there's less supply. This is economics 101. Low supply, high demand prices go up. Mm-hmm. This is what they're seeing. And they don't get hurt by that because as they cut production, the prices go up. It's like a zero-sum game, right? So people say, right. like, well, they're, they're not going to do that. Why would they cut production? They're not losing anything, right? They're not losing mm-hmm. anything. So you've what got bad- it makes make the, the price go up, which only helps Putin.
2: Yeah. Because now now the, the, the oil that he's exporting to mm-hmm. China and other places is now getting premium dollars for it.
1: A hundred percent, David. I think that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And then, so you've got that going on, which is going to exacerbate the bank failures and the uninsured deposits that we saw in that previous chart. But what else is going to exacerbate all of that? The derivatives debt and the derivative of his exposures, just even at North American banks. Look at this list. So and they're so, changing
0: places too.
2: Yeah, this is like a fantasy football yeah. ranking list, you know, yeah. or like a power ranking, NFL power
1: rankings. You know, the, the, the kind of changes power a little ranking. bit. It does. It changes from time to time. Because <laughs> if you look back, even a few weeks, uh, J.P. Morgan used to be at the top at yeah. fifty-five trillion, and Goldman Sachs was like at fifty. So they just flip flop. The numbers are still relatively the same. Citibank used to be at forty-three. Bank of America used to be in the mid twenties. And Wells Fargo is still staying static at around the $12 trillion. but But it's like just the numbers are money. still about. But they're just moving it back and forth. And I don't <laughs> know why. Maybe maybe one of these banks is going to fail. So one of the other ones bought out some of their, their debt. And we're talking trillions of dollars. It's just a paper shuffle, right? Trillions. So, so we're talking, though, just on the top five. Well over 200 trillion, wow. but then add some of the European banks that are now hitting the skids and getting in the limelight, like like Deutsche Bank, 47 trillion. Credit mm-hmm. Swiss would had had to be bought out by UBS, 39 trillion. I mean, these are big. Mm-hmm. These are tens of billions. It's like, oh my word. So so this is why oh I gosh. talk about this every week for people that say, Kirk, why do you talk about the banks every week? because it's getting it's staying the same but not just staying the same it's getting worse yeah they're not correcting you, they're not course no. correcting
0: it's a warning yeah. though it's like it's like sounding a whistle hey you need to be aware something is happening here
1: it, it is absolutely that and so in times of crisis people will give up their freedoms when people give up their freedoms they give up their future right so how do mm-hmm. we protect and preserve? Don't be a digital slave in this digital world. Nope. Don't have too much allocated into banks that are failing. Don't have your stuff and in, in your your assets into banks where, where most of those deposits right. are mm-hmm. uninsured. Why not have something that's real, which is why we shout it from the rooftops every single week, gold and silver. It's not debt-based, right? It's It's a cash purchase. It's something that's real. It's something that's tangible. Once you have it, you have it. Whether it's stored at a depository, whether you take delivery of it at home, it's not a digital asset that somebody is borrowing against and going into derivatives debt. It's it's the best flight for safety type of an investment Mm -hmm. that you could have in times like this. And this is why we talk about it every single week.
0: And it's something that everybody can get into. And I think that is really important. You don't have to have hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it. You can take small amounts of money and just consistently do this to try to protect yourself. And I love your team, Dr. Kirk. You have built such an incredible team. And we hear people all the time, everywhere that we go, as we're traveling, as we talk to people, they're like, I am so... Thankful for Dr. Kirk and his team. I can sleep at night. I feel so much better. And I love it because you give everybody a free consultation. When they go to flyovergold.com, a landing page, great information. But when you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up this free consultation, help answer questions, help you to figure out what is the best solution for you. Or you can also call 720 605 three, nine, zero, zero. Don't wait, do it today. It doesn't cost anything and it'll definitely be worth your time.
2: I love the fact you guys treat everybody the same, whether somebody's investing $500 or they got a big IRA that they've you know, have, have curated for a lot of years. And I get these comments sometimes people say, well, I don't have a lot of money and this is good for people that are rich or something. You can get it. That's just, that is a, almost a demonic stronghold mm-hmm. in your mind because you can get an ounce of silver for less than $25. And you could have done that a year ago and you could have got mm-hmm. one a week for the last two years. You could have got one a month. You could have done something. And so start, don't despise the days of small beginnings. $500, these guys will treat you exactly the same as if you're moving over a large sum, mm-hmm. but have the consultation, at least find out what it would take. Don't, don't discount yourself from the process because it's a small beginning, because there is hope and you can get out of the yep. way of this oncoming train. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much.
0: Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances?